0: I'm Ren Young, and I'm Katrina Vargas, and, and this is That Other F Word. Hey, everybody, <laughs> it's That Other F Word.
1: I'm just trying to be like Katrina. They wanted me to introduce the show, so that's all I had.
0: It, it um, was a little ren too, because you were like, Yeah, hey. it was.
1: It, I tried to work both of you in the song.
0: Hi, hey, everybody. <laughs>
1: Everybody listening. It's the fat the F
0: word.
1: And our new intro music. So um I we we got into the core and I, I got into the houseplant thing and I decided that I got, got really into the houseplant thing. It got overwhelming and, and uh I hired a, an organizer and that's who our guest is today, Amanda Perissey. did I get that right? Because I in my head, every time I've read your name in my phone, Amanda. I've put a little, little English on it, a little fanciness, and it's just been Amanda Paris. Oh,
2: I like that, I like that. I've been but it's girl. not,
1: I've
0: it's been not.
1: Okay, okay. Uh, welcome, Amanda. I'm gonna let them start talking now.
0: Okay, well, before we get into everything that you are, we usually ask our guests a couple of questions. And so, if you weren't warned, it's Mitch's fault.
1: You told me not to warn people.
0: We go back and forth with whether we should warn you about these questions or not, but we usually just like to spring them on you guys to get the most honest, you know, kind of knee jerk reaction. So, our first question we always ask our guests are Are you a feminist? Yes. Okay. To what that means, yes. (laughs) Perfectly, perfectly, perfect answer.
1: I I wish more guests would answer that way.
3: (laughs) So what do you, what do you think of feminism? What does it mean to you?
2: We didn't talk about this question. Mm -mm, No. Um, I don't know. I guess that there's been such a negative conversation with the word and then just, I haven't put a ton of thought into it until, you know, right about now and and knowing. so it's a, it's a really good question. Um, I guess I was most interested in coming on is just to take away any sort of negative uh, reaction to the word. So I'm kind of hoping that you guys have a little bit more light to shed on that. Cool. On how on how to communicate that.
0: Like if I ever get asked this question again on the fly. <laughs> 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 it's kind of, it's why we're, it's basically why we have this podcast, so sure. You know that, that's really what I was most interested in. That's why I was
2: like, okay, yes, I, I like this.
0: Awesome. Okay, so basically, so- I
3: mean, I think a lot of people think feminism means hating men and we want to take over and down with the patriarchy, which yes, actually down with the patriarchy, but the patriarchy isn't dudes, right? The patriarchy is this like overall system that's bad for everyone. Um, and so we think feminism is just about we're all people, right? And we shouldn't be treated differently based on chromosomes or body parts or how you identify. Yeah. So that's, that's what we think feminism is.
0: Um, as a unit. Right, as a unit, for sure. Um, who, uh, who do you think of when you think of feminism?
2: Mitch. Oh, Just because we've, we've talked about it, like he's the one, I, I mean, honestly, I can't think of any other like legit conversations that I've had with someone that it would, it, I could understand and I could get behind and we haven't talked about it a lot, but just enough about, and I'll get into that, like the self-care and taking, any stigma away from what that means for a, a single guy and asking for help and that kind of thing. I don't know. I, Mitch really has been like my, my baseline. Cool. Yeah, give me just a second. That. I'm
1: going I'm to go ahead and add that to my resume.
2: Okay. okay. Work, it. <laughs> it's been the most enjoyable conversations I've had about anything feminism. Cool. Which is why I really was excited to do this. We're so proud. So Way fun. to rep feminism, Mitch.
3: How oh, I yeah, roll, Mitchie. kids.
1: How I roll. <laughs> Good job, Mitchie. Just keeping it real. So, <laughs> he
2: me on that answer, like, last week, so. Did I get it
1: right?
3: <laughs> so, That's our true. our last question, and you don't have to answer the very last thing if you feel like it's going to get you in trouble as a business owner or mommy <laughs> or anything. Mommy,
1: yeah.
3: Um, but, you can just answer something very recent, like the second or third thing, if you need to. But what is the last thing that you Googled? Ooh. <laughs>
2: um, English country pillows. <laughs>
1: awesome. Well, that's a words. great answer. Hold
2: on, Actually,
1: what, what is an English country pillow? I know, everybody Googled right now. Uh,
2: yeah. I'm assuming it's some sort of like right
3: cottagey throw pillow.
2: Yeah, my mother-in-law is redoing her, she's moving into her own little apartment space and we're redesigning it, and normally I'm like all about like designing with plants and minimalism, so Google has been helpful with the English country flowers and red, and so yeah, that's, that's exactly what I was Googling this morning before this. That's
0: fantastic. (laughs) That is very awesome. (laughs) And helping mama in law. All right, well, Rennie. Yeah, so... So for those
3: of us who don't know, for people who don't know, you are a business owner and you help people organize their lives and their homes, right? So I guess my first question is, what are you going to do with Mitch? Mitch
2: (laughs) has been a lot of fun because Mitch is really taking direction well. Minch. That has not been my experience.
1: Hey, hold on, hold on. I just want to preface this, Katrina. This is while you were having one of your disasters this morning. But I told Ren, I was like, This podcast, this episode is going to make me look really good. Like, I just need you guys to understand that. It is so not in the It's, you it's good. It and- you're not going to believe her.
0: I don't. Can you start applying it to all facets of your life? You're a nah, fam. He's obnoxious. Yeah.
2: All right. So you know, Mitch. Um, it, it's been a little bit of direction, and he's taking it and running with it. So he's kind of a dream client in that sense, where he was ready, he knew what he wanted, and he just needed a little push and direction. Um, How much it, is he paying you?
3: I mean, to, to represent him in this way, we, we don't need. <laughs>
2: it. I have signed a non-disclosure. Okay.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Unbelievable. You know, I think Rin. We should, you know, it's, it's, he's getting uppity is what's happening.
3: I have to say, I'm grateful that you've come into his life because I've been really concerned about this plant business and afraid that when COVID is over and we finally walk back into the studio, it's going to be like poison ivy's lair slash Jumanji.
0: I don't, I don't share the same concerns. I think you should get more plants. Um, just- <laughs> We're going to make it look so good. <laughs> Well, we did already see the kitchen project.
2: Oh, did have you?
1: Yes. That's, that's. They've only seen the the picture that I posted. They haven't seen the the rest of it. Right. They've even only more. seen that one side.
2: He's been doing a good job in like the living spaces and his living room and the kitchen. Um, it was not a place that you really enjoyed being in. So I felt like that was going to be the biggest transformation and. and I kind of design around light anyways, and that happened to be the most light in the house, um, just because like the self-care side, just natural light and bright and clean and happy. So we focused a lot on there. And I mean, we still have, we still have some stages to go, but it's, I think it's actually like a functioning kitchen that's enjoyable. And-
1: I have a place to put things now that's not my dryer.
2: And that's the thing. I was really excited about it because I, it, it was definitely the first time that I was organizing a kitchen that was this big with the washer and dryer in it. So I was very excited about the challenge and just making it a space that he enjoyed being in. And like when he had friends over, he, the kitchen's kind of like the place everybody congregates, which whether you like it or not, it just happens. So that was, that was the was the so. I was excited about.
0: Yeah. It's also the first room, like, I mean, he has a front door, but we never use it. It's always that door. So, yeah, Yeah.
2: it was, it's the first first impression for sure. Good
0: first impression. Yeah. Well, thank you. (laughs) (laughs) This this benefits us all (laughs) eventually when we get to get back into the studio, of course.
3: And we have guests come on and stuff. Yeah.
0: It's like so fancy.
3: (laughs) So I love the way that you talk about space. It's really, really interesting. Um, could you talk to us a little bit about how you came to this area, I mean, this area of like expertise and what inspired you to start a business?
2: Yes. Yeah, just for the vulnerability moment. Um, I became a single mom with three kids and went from about 4,000 square feet to 900 square feet and had no idea what the heck I was gonna do with that um so it just became very overwhelming i had no idea how to handle that um so i had a friend who we started the business with in raleigh and she would come over it was simple things in the beginning it was going through the kids clothes i had three little kids i mean one three and four at that time five one three and five so it was little <laughs> things like going through the kids clothes and just editing spaces and decluttering and that really, just what that did for me personally and the connection and relationship I had with my kids when the, the visual noise was gone and I had some sort of system um, that wasn't so all consuming just to, just to manage everyday life, every hour. Um, so that's really where it started and just the understanding of how valuable this is. Um, and then I think my first like, organizing jobs were maybe 2013 um i helped like a military family the wife was away um in iraq or something
1: and wait, the wait. Was, women can join the military
2: women yes the wife was away and the husband was trying to deal with this oh i guess i didn't even plan that <laughs> <laughs> that's pretty cool that was cool. first like official jobs was the the wife was away and she was coming back after six months or a year. I can't remember. Um, and the husband had little kids and he was like, my wife can't come home to this. (laughs) Like what am I going (laughs) to do? And so I came in and, and just made some strategic moves on creating spaces that were functional and easy to reset for them. And, um, I did hear back from them when I came home, and it was—it happened to be a very enjoyable experience. And methods that they were able to use long term. So that was awesome. A really, that was my first like official job as an organizer, and it just felt awfully good.
0: Super cool. That's super cool. Well, you know, Rin, you had put on here, it, you know, to ask her if she, if, so Amanda, do you notice different major differences um, when you're working with men versus women? Or, you know, I, I personally thought it was like, when I read that Rin had written that, I thought, oh, it's got to be harder to work with women because it's like we kind of, even if it's a chaos or whatever, it's like what we planned and yeah. like a little bit more control. I don't know.
2: Yeah, uh, there's, I a, there's a lot more, um, there's a lot more, I would say like emotional support involved in women. Cause there is that, you know, there is shame involved there on not being able to check all the boxes that we're supposed to. So it's, it takes, it's a lot easier for men to like reach out and be like, I just want a cool space, you know? Um, women it's, it takes, so I, we, we obviously love you. Um, it, it takes, <laughs> it takes a long it's it's a long, painful process sometimes for
0: women to reach out and say, "I need help." With I love that. you. Spoke to our heart when you said that. Yeah, um, you were
3: singing our song. That makes yeah. so much sense.
0: Yeah. Yeah, because um, yeah, we have that, to that admit, that was not re- re-
1: your song. Your songs are not that good.
0: I'm sorry. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> but it's true. So, we we can You know, we can, We have to be perfect. We have to do everything. Per- we talk about this all the time on this. Yeah. On this podcast, and um, well, and I think there
3: is this like, so because I've been thinking about this since we talked to Mitch about interviewing you. So when we moved into the house that are like our house now, um, first of all, I thought Katrina was going to kill my husband because he was a bag of chaos that day. But uh, <laughs> I think he almost lost his life. But he also had been in charge of doing most of the packing because I was very pregnant and had been working a lot of overtime, and just didn't have, like, the wherewithal at home to be doing a lot of the packing. And so when we moved in, he also did a lot of the unpacking, and things just ended up places, right? Like, there wasn't a lot of method to the madness, Mm -hmm. and because that's how it got moved in, and I was still pregnant, and then- Well, and then had a baby baby
0: right after. I mean-
3: I haven't still since like last October had a lot of time to go through and put things in places that like
0: they make belong. sense. Makes sense. And,
3: <laughs> and so that, that kind of started me thinking about um, the diff- if there's differences between men and women, but that's not what I was expecting you to say, but that it makes so much sense because he's like, well, it's in a place like he's just not really worried about it anymore for me it weighs on me a lot because I feel like even though like there are days when just taking care of the kid is all I can do. There's so many things around the house that like, I know I would feel better if like they were in a place that made sense to me. You know what I mean? I would feel like it's almost like a bird in her nest, right? Like it, it, things feel off, you know what I mean? And, and so hopefully I'll finally someday be able to take care of it. But even when I'm able to do just a little bit, I don't think he understands how it makes me feel better and why it feels chaotic to either not know where something is or to look at something and see it's a mess. Or, or for, even if something's messy, if it has a place where it belongs, that feels better than just like, I, I don't know, just put it on the shelf.
2: Yeah, we talk about that a lot, like with literally with every client, I have that conversation that it all the work that we're doing and these strategies that we're creating in these places, it's not about your home being perfect 24 seven, it's not going to happen. You have a baby, it's never going to happen. Like the goal in that case would be the reset to where if it was like, oh, in five minutes, my friend wants to come over. Awesome. That's exciting. Let's, let's hang out and have a glass of wine. Well, instead of like, this wave of overwhelm and stress it's okay it'll be a five-minute reset because even though everything's everywhere it's a place for everything and your husband can come in he knows where everything goes and you guys can partner in five minutes and reset the place that's the goal um in that sense but even just hearing you talk like that's the difference between men and women Mitch gets excited about it and we have a lot of fun doing it and we can goof off like because of the responsibility you feel that type that client requires compact like so much more compassion and I think that that I would say is the biggest difference between men and women is just understanding that part and just it requires a little
1: extra compassion well I think men also have are, are aware at least myself that I, I I'm don't know anything about interior design or or matching colors or what's gonna look best on this shelf that we put or you know it's like she's the first thing we did was she's like put your microwave on top of the TV or uh, on top of the refrigerator that'd be a weird thing I was
0: like she did not say television I've known her for 10 minutes and I know she didn't say television
1: (laughs) on top of the refrigerator And I was like, well, I can do that. I didn't didn't even (laughs) think about moving that up there, but just that simple act like freed up this whole area of my kitchen uh, where that little uh, shelf thing was, which that's not even there anymore. That's in a closet. She made me clean out that (laughs) very similar to uh, what you were talking about, Ren, every time that I've moved until I moved into this house. And I mean, I did it when I moved into this house, but I haven't moved again. So I didn't. I've never boxed anything up ever. Like I just put shit in bags, like garbage bags, just until they're full, put them on the truck. I will. Yeah. I will sort through these bags when I get to the house. Then I get to the new residence. I get everything moved in and I start unpacking and I realize how useless these bags of stuff are and that, and they end up in a closet somewhere because I'm not using a paintball gun at any point. Why do I even have a paintball gun? Why do I have five photo frames that are broken? Why are those still there? You know, and and they end up in a closet somewhere until somebody goes, do you need that? No. Okay.
0: It seems like men are also, it seems a little more willing.
1: And Yeah, well, that's what I'm saying is, like, we know that we're not.
0: Yeah.
1: And so it's like, please help me. I will take your direction and do whatever you tell me so that. When a woman walks into my house, she will not be horrified.
0: Well, it does seem like we have just enough information to be dangerous, right? Like, what's <laughs> yes. your sandwich? honestly? Because Mitch is like, I don't know anything, and we're like, well, but I I know a little bit. I'm a I'm a girl, right? Like, I know, like, like for me, for instance, yeah. it's like I'm not very I'm not particularly feminine. I'm not particularly girly, but I know what I like, um, and Blair. so. Glitter, <laughs> um, but yeah, you that, all missed that,
3: the episode fight that Amanda yeah. got in. over glitter.
0: Yeah. That, but that is enough. It is enough to, um, yeah, me fighting with a guest two minutes after meeting said guest. Um, <laughs> it's not unprecedented, actually. Over um, glitter, everybody's <laughs> met me. Uh, yeah, I'll fight over anything if I can. But, but really, it's like it, it's it has to be easier to deal with that blank slate or, you know, than someone like me who's, like, who knows just enough to be dangerous.
1: When you say blank slate, are you referring to my brain? Is that is that what you were doing there?
2: Maybe. I don't think it's easier or not easier. It's just different. It's just different. It requires a different, um... Set of skills. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and
3: I love that you, that you talk about, like, it requires more compassion because
0: mm-hmm.
3: I think that with women we feel, like, we're supposed to be good at this. We've right. been socialized to be, we're supposed to be good at this. This is something you shouldn't have to have someone help you with. Like that's pathetic. Like you should be yeah. able to handle this on your own along with all the other things.
2: That's the right. hardest. That is the hardest thing to overcome for women that I found. And it doesn't feel very good. And it's a process and it's almost painful for some clients to reach out at that point. And it's, that's a little heartbreaking.
3: Um, well, and if you've been raised, I mean, you know, different people react to things in different ways. So if you were raised in a messy house, maybe you have a messy house or maybe because you were raised in a messy house, you have a very neat
2: minimalist house, right. And, you know, or vice versa. Uh, and I think all, like Every client I can tell you goes back to like their, their needs and wants. It will, and the way that they're handling this will go back to how they were raised.
0: Yeah. So there's no question. And I so it's think- It's hard to that, break all of that.
2: Yeah. Or they, <laughs> like you were saying, or they go the complete opposite. So it's either they're stuck in in the way that they were raised and just don't have that skill set and it, it's frustrating for them and frustrating to the point where they are willing to reach out or they've gone completely
0: opposite and just- can't handle the overwhelm. No, we, we find that ta- that is actually true in a lot of facets of our lives. Yeah. And so, even what we talk about here all the time, and like in feminism and the way you think and the way you are, a lot of times it is you're, you either mimic your parents or you pretty much become the opposite of them. Yeah. I mean,
3: well, I think, I mean, so this is another case where feminism is good, right? And not having all these gender expectations. Sure. Yeah. Sure. And well, and so, and like, so some men, so Shane, Shane would not be your client. That's like, sure, come on in. And like, he, he's more of the, like, uh, why is this being done be in my underwear drawer kind of
0: person? Right. Um, and, and this doesn't need to be well, one, he wouldn't think you'd need to do it anyway or spend the money for a lot. Not only is he cheap, but it's like, it doesn't make sense to him. Like his brain doesn't work like that. He's not um, always
3: cheap. Only 98% of the time.
0: Yeah. That's Bryn's <laughs> husband. And so, yeah. I, and I could see him being like, well, no, that doesn't need to move because that's where I sit when I play my video games. So that's why that has to be there. Like, What's
2: funny is, is when wives call me in and it, that's, that's a pretty typical response from husbands is like, whatever makes you happy. I don't get it. And then by the time like that I'm gone for an extended period of times and things start feeling a little off because they've been so neat and organized and, you know, habits shift or interest shifts and then you like realize okay things things don't feel very good though husbands are typically the ones that are like okay can you just get with amanda let's get this taken care of there is a massive shift between like the beginning and the end result in the husbands that's pretty and cool start that's to cool. yeah it doesn't really take that long
3: so Basically, this is the Lord's work that you're doing. And, Absolutely. <laughs> um, and so this is self-care. And like I was telling you, we're really big on self-care. So can you talk to us a little bit about on the other end, like on the end where this is handled, like how is this self-care for people?
2: The process in and of itself is. So it starts with that because it's, um relearning habits that probably felt heavy for a really long time that you just don't need anymore um there's guilt involved so shedding all of that um you know a lot of us were raised with we need this or we have grandparents that have influenced us and in no waste we can't throw that away so that's a huge a huge thing so i think that the self-care for me is just the process of getting rid of the heaviness involved in what this means. Um, and it transfers to different areas of your life. Like once you learn these skills or once you kind of get rid of that, um, I don't know, that the whole thing that you've been taught for forever, like once you can shed that and, and move past it, it just it makes everything easier in a lot of different areas.
1: I agree with that. The the biggest thing for me, I think I'm, I say the biggest thing but it was the most obvious, I guess. The thing that that hit me the hardest I, I will say the day that we put up the the wall grade and she made me throw away rugs and Uh, do some other things like that day as soon as she left I ran to the store to get like some food and probably some vodka and like walking back into my home for the first time after only like a third of the project is done but just that feeling of walking into my home and saying my kitchen is, is super bright and it feels huge, and I I can cook like I I have a place to cook now, and I I couldn't wait I could not wait to cook in my kitchen, which With I, the
0: new pans,
1: right? Exactly.
0: Uh, the whole other story.
1: <laughs> but I, the the other asp- the other element of it was the getting rid of stuff. Just I mean it's stuff that I knew I needed to get rid of. It's stuff that you see every time you open the closet door, you're like, there's a whole damn box of nothing but cords, like cables and HDMI cords and ethernet cables. And it's like, why why do I hold on to this crap? And then just having that little push of, do you need that? But on the other hand, I think the other, so I was listening to a a podcast by uh, Adam. What's his name? The Adam ruins everything guy. Mm -hmm. I can't think of his name right now but it was on secondhand stuff and the first part of it is talking about that psychology that millennials are starting to move away from but our parents and our grandparents had where my mom's house is full like it is like every shelf has the maximum amount of shit on it and it's tchotchkes and photos and books from my childhood That's just the living room. Like literally every room in her house is full of stuff. I don't want all that stuff and millennials don't want all that stuff, but we have to get to that point because it took me a while to go, I can throw this stuff away, but there is that emotional attachment to it. I don't want to waste this. I don't want to throw it away. Taking it somewhere is such a hassle. How can I get this huge pile of mess in my car? And I did it last put it time. In Amanda's car and she got I was going to say
3: historically, me. Katrina
0: handles it for you. <laughs> Katrina does it
1: right, but now Amanda does. So I have a person to deal with that for me.
0: Well, does that's it, the other I thing. It also sounds a little, and I I hear like what you're saying, uh, Amanda, kind of in the in the little background there. It's it's like actually physically letting go of stuff you've been carrying also is a representation of the stuff you've been carrying mentally. Yeah. Um, yeah. Really and is. a lot of it is tied in. It's not just one thing or the other. It's everything that we carry all the time. And we carry so much and for so long, even even if we actively get rid of these things physically and mentally, we still, we carry so much. And in and, and getting rid of some of that, even that symbolic has got to help get rid of some of that mental. It does.
2: It, it builds those muscles. That's why I was saying it's not just what we're doing. It just builds those muscles in general in different areas. It's really helpful. And then just enjoying your space. I mean, just being able to recoup and unwind. And I mean, we're stuck at home and to not enjoy It's not a sanctuary. Yeah. Yeah. Just to create that space so that if there is anything else going on in different areas of your life, like once this feels really good, you can start to tackle other areas, but it's, it's really a,
1: it
0: gets in the way an awful lot. <laughs> Just say, yeah. Well, thank you, and thank you for the, helping Mitch. Because really, you know, in the course of the f- years we've known Mitch, um, and I don't know if we've ever even told, you know, really verbalized this to Mitch. I mean, Mitch has done a lot of cleaning this is gonna be out. So of,
1: condescending.
0: It's yes. not. It's a lot of cleaning out of the things, and he, you know, he committed to a lot of things with a lot of people that for a long time and then stopped doing that and started like standing up for kind of himself and his space. And so this is important and it's a really big deal, like, especially for us who care about him. Um, This, I'm proud. Like, I love it. I love that, you know, he cleaned out the network and he cleaned out the house and he's making it someplace that's a a true sanctuary that people don't come in and abuse the space including himself you know this is you know true like talk about self-care it's great and you know i'm glad grateful for you and i'm very proud of you mitchy see that wasn't nearly as bad as you thought it was gonna be was it
1: no but i haven't told her i got rid of some plants just a couple what'd you do with them
2: i don't know about this either
1: i gave one to amanda
2: oh i do know (laughs) (laughs) But <laughs> it was really big on this like the kitchen table
1: yeah it, it was we the aloe plant in
0: the space
1: it was the okay. giant aloe plant that yeah. did not fit anywhere in my house that needed full sun um i, I think i gave away a couple other ones that i, I wasn't doing well with and I, I really just couldn't do anything and i was like hey save these plants rescue them okay. get them out of here i don't that's okay you know i mean it's
0: home them
1: is what you yes asked. yeah 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 i didn't i didn't throw any away no
0: okay Rehoming. i was gonna say it it was all honorable honorable. it sounds like it's (laughs) true yeah okay no unceremonious deaths okay like no just dumping them in the dumpster perfect okay sorry
3: (laughs) (laughs) well i think we've pretty much covered everything um is there anything you want to share with our listeners about your business or how they can get in touch with you or? Oh, yeah. the simplify style, Instagram,
2: Facebook. I'm on it. Amanda at the simplify style.com. If you want to email and reach out,
3: your website is really nice by the way.
0: Yes. It's very, it's beautiful. very sleek. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I have very represents very you. Well, <laughs> um, we'll put it up, you know, it'll, your website, we will include, um, in all of our stuff, so it'll it'll get out there. And so, if you're trying to find, if you if you think you might need help from Amanda, you should probably call her. You know. Yeah. Just, I, I also want to
1: point out because we've had this conversation several times. Is when when I first so I, I sent the tweet where I was like, "Hey, is there somebody that'll just come tell you where to put your plants so that and help you organize?" And that's when our friend connected us and you know when i first saw that it was a professional organizer i was like yeah i don't know if i have the budget for this like i don't i'm i'm not a rich man sure. um but if i were a rich man um so anyways i i talked we talked and i was like ah oh, i mean this this isn't nearly as expensive as i thought it was like it, we, she's like, what's your budget? I gave it to her, and so far we're very, we're really under budget for that. So it it's worth at least looking into. Amanda, you do free consultations, right?
2: Yeah, free consultations, and you've been really good at taking ideas and and being able to execute them. So it it's taken a budget that might have been here just down to where it's very manageable and in yeah. small bite-sized
1: pieces on your own yeah. so, so be more like me out there in the world
0: uh, <laughs> but we can always do bite-sized pieces you like mitch and call amanda but let's stop there <laughs> awesome well amanda thank you so much we really appreciate your time especially this early on a saturday um and So I guess, well, I guess find us on Instagram, that other F word pod. We're on Facebook and we will be distributing this video. So you can also watch and see Amanda's beautiful background. (laughs) It's very much something you could have if you hire her. What
1: what is that plant?
0: I'm just saying. Cane something that's poisonous to cats. And so
2: be careful there. Yep. It's, It's up. So
0: that we don't hurt anybody, but it's if you don't have cats, it's fine. It's fine. <laughs> or, or children <laughs> who chew on them. Or an elevated solution. <laughs> <laughs> yep. And so Amanda can find it for you, and you'll find all of this stuff um, in our on our website, word.com. And Amanda, before we go, do you mind reminding our listeners what they should always remember?
2: That feminism is a bad
1: word. Yeah, Thank nailed you. it. You see,
0: ladies, that's how you do it. Oh boy.